Let's jump right into this shit, man. What we what we what we starting off with? Hey, our coach, man. We gonna jump right into it. Jump right into it. Throw the helmet on. Throw the helmet on. Our coach are now sitting at four, five, and one. Let's go. After going to Sin City and beating the Raiders 25 to 20. It was a lot, a lot of talk. A lot of chatter. A lot of chatter. I mean, rightfully so. Rightfully so. You know, rightfully so, the way it was done. But neither here nor there, Jeff Saturday, 1-0 as an NFL head coach. And as everybody talked about, you know, really you know, no college coaching experience or in the league. But Jeff Saturday came out in the press conference and said, look, man, I'm a leader of men, man. Yeah. I played this game for 14 years at the highest level, playing the center position. Shit, I know what it takes. I played with multiple Hall of Famers. Yeah. <laughs> F all that coaching experience. I know how to get it done. And then oh, prior, yeah. you know, he already said, man, the Raiders was trash. You know what I'm saying? So he, he took his team with the They took that charter flight, landed. Man, he got it done, man. I'm happy for Jeff Saturday, the coach, man. You seen that? Your uh, the 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 camera in the locker room after the game seems like um the players were happy yep. and it just looked like a different team, man. It looked like a different team. We talked about last week what we would do. We would put Matt Ryan back under the center. They did that. Oh, um, Jonathan Taylor, man, ran his ass off. That old line played better. Defense doing what they do. Hey, man. Hey, and I told you, hey, the last eight games of the Coast go five hundred. You did. You had hey. you had higher you had higher expectations than I did. But um, eight games, obviously, it's a long time, and I, and and usually the first one, especially with interim head coaches, you know they're gonna come out and fight for that. It's a, it's it's a fresh start. It's a fresh voice. Um, you know everybody kind of a little rejuvenated. But yeah, we 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 saw this one coming. Uh, you know we saw this one coming, Jeff. Is he the right guy for the job? Will he be the guy long term? We don't know. But he said he wasn't back down from the challenge. Uh, Jim, he obviously had a long, probably 20-plus year relationship with Jeff at this point. So, obviously, he knows him, knew what he was getting from him. And, uh, man, the guy, like you said, it just looked different. It just felt different. Um, hey. Damn, going on. Hey, hold, hold, hold on, cuz. What's up? What'd you say? About the Colts game yesterday? The energy. The energy was different. The the Colts O-line played better like I expected they would. Jonathan Taylor, he was healthy back in the lineup. He bought a freak. He got going. Uh, what, 140 on the ground? 140, got another tug. I think it was first touchdown since week one or something like that. We scored first quarter points for the first time in six weeks. Uh, Parks Frazier, shout out to Parks Frazier, you know, calling his first game um, in the NFL in what week 10 uh, with no experience. Uh, Matt Ryan getting back in there, uh, played a pretty clean game. Uh, but yeah, man, like, like we, we said on Thursday, um, you know, coaching, being that head coach 
the most important thing is that leadership part of it and, and being able to rally the troops and being able to get the guys going in good times and bad times. Um, and, and, and he did that. Obviously, managing the game, managing situations. I, I can remember vividly going into halftime. They they executed that that operation to get those three points before getting that second half kickoff. Um, yeah. He challenged, you know, it was a challenge early in the first half that ended up being the third down stop that we ended up getting. And it was a quick, you know, he took probably advice and somebody in the headphones, hey, he dropped the challenge, it boom, it was quick, decisive, made it happen. That's the things you're looking for. And I'm sure with Jeff, it was all eyes on Jeff. Everybody was waiting for him to mess up. Everybody's waiting for him to do something stupid so they can say, hey, I hey. told you so. You know what I mean? But shout yeah. out to Jeff, man. Um, I'm happy for him and, and, for the bigger conversation, I do think if he goes in here and he has um, almost any level of success, but um, some real success in this position, even beyond this season, I think this will open doors for more former players um, to get to get in these positions. And it, and you know why coaches are upset about it. You you know why these you know because you get players that come in at with this type. Now every player can't come in and do it. I don't think every player can be a coach, but there are a group of players that I believe that can go into positions and get put in at, you know, elevated positions and will succeed. And I don't think coaches want to do that because, Oh man, you're disrespecting this and that. Nah, nah, nah. You just don't want to see that it can be done. So you can't keep recycling a lot of these bum ass coaches that's in the league and just keep yeah. hiring their friends over and over again or their sons what it is and that. So um, I loved it, man. But let's get a little peek. Let's get a little peek into uh, Jeff Saturday post game in the locker room. Been a hell of a week, man. Been a been a tough one on all of you. Can't tell you how proud I am of each and every one of you. Coaches, players, staff, everybody stepped up. All three phases, man. Things we talked about. Offense, ran it for over 200. Mm -hmm. Threw it for over 200. Defense, shut 28 down, 77 yards rushing. Had to make a play on 17 at the end. What we do? Make a play at the end. Make a play at the end. Hardest the longest, man. That's how this game is decided. The most physical football team won today. Can't tell you how much I appreciate. Hey, Parks, congrats, man. Yeah. We all getting balls. Everybody's getting a game ball, man, because we all put it in. Everybody gets a game ball. And my favorite thing about football, Victory Monday. We'll see y'all. Hey, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, he bringing some different, some different energy into the locker room, man. And you can, and you can tell it, you know, just from, you know, him, you know, talking to the, talking to the team, man. And and as he said, the most physical team won. We talk about it here all the time. You know, I know it's a, it's a new offensive league. You know, you want to pass the ball. You know, you got these big time quarterbacks, but if you can run the rock, man, you got a a, a good chance of you know, having, being in the game. And um, again, we talked about just him being an offensive lineman, definitely going in that offensive lineman room and, and challenging them and, and tweaking some things, man. But again, man, when you're able to That's get up in front of the guy, when, when you're able to get up in front of a, a group of grown men and they leave that room believing, now they can go out there and fight for you. Yeah, You know, they're going to fight for you, man. So everybody loves a victory Monday. Um, it's a see you Wednesday, man. But obviously, you know, guys gonna go in there, they're gonna work, they're gonna get their work in today, get in the weight room. Um, but again, man, this is this is some some good shit, man. And then, you know, 
again, Jeff Saturday, man, no coaching experience, right? College or NFL level, right? Yeah. Coach on the other sideline, right? Um, ah, talk about it. Coach on the other sideline. And it's not taking any shots, but, you know, I, I got Jeff took a lot of shots last week, right? No experience, this, that, and the third, whatever the case may be. Like, Josh McDaniel, man, he he he's he was successful as a play caller in New England. Long time. But, you know, you look at his his head coaching resume, it's not the greatest. So for uh, for a guy to be able to come in with a team that's been struggling, no no head coaching experience, mm -hmm. and be able to take his team on the road and beat a team that's led by a guy who has a tremendous team. amount of coaching experience, like what like what does that say? Again, you know, this is just first game. This is one win, but still, this is this is something that needs to be talked about because a lot of people last week were shitting on our guy a lot. A lot of people, um, and, and I felt like, you know, some of the reactions were just over the top. And, and once again, whatever your opinion, is it is it absolutely crazy? Is it something we haven't seen since the 60s? Yes. So I get the reaction. Me and A.B. was surprised, too. And A.B. knows Jeff Saturday probably better than most. But this is the most egregious thing I've seen in the NFL. This is the, we know what business is, but we've seen this happen in different avenues of business where people get opportunities because who they're close with, what type of relationships they have. And this is the business that we're dealing with in football as well. It happens all the time. Hey, people are going to hire who they're most comfortable having to be with, blah, blah, blah. And I think, Jeff, once again, I don't think in, in every locker room you can say, hey, there's 20 players in here that can go in here and coach and be successful at it. But in every locker room that I was in, it was probably at least a good three dudes who I knew, okay, if you put them in that position, they will be successful, especially if you surround them. Because it's not like a head coach just comes in and say, hey, you do this, you do that, offense, you do that, special team. You, like it's, you put other people in position and you allow them to do their thing and be comfortable in that. And I can see um, Jeff doing that. But the reactions were over the top, especially, mm -hmm. you know, the Joe Thomas one I saw, like, bro. Like, right. shut your ass up, man. Uh, Bill <laughs> Power, Super Bowl winning head coach. I get it. Great, great resume. When he got hired at 34 to be the head coach of the, of the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm sure a lot of people had a lot of shit to say. Oh, we more qualified. You more this and that. Every year in the draft, you putting somebody, a college kid that's coming into the league, and you putting them in position, you get somebody else out of there who have been in that spot for six, seven years. Yeah, they have college playing experience, but – so it's, it's it's always some shit going on. So I thought the reactions were were over the top, uh, especially for eight games interim head coach. Shit, let's see what he does, man. But I'm I'm definitely yeah, excited that. about him. Before kickoff yesterday, I put it on on Twitter. I said it's this the most excited I've been for a coach kickoff all year. And, and you know, part of it was just like shit. Let's see how this thing gonna go. But um, mm -hmm. to your point, man, Josh McDay, this is the second time around as a head coach. And it's one thing to be able to dial up plays and put a game plan together and, and, and highlight players' strengths and weaknesses on game day, have a feel for it and, and call plays and mix things up. And I think Josh has been great at that for a long yeah. time in this league. But it's a completely different thing to actually have to manage all those grown-ass – because this ain't college. This ain't high school. These are grown-ass professionals who a lot of them in that locker room making more money than you or have been doing what they're doing on the highest of levels. So it's harder to manage those people. 
Um, so and, and I heard Brandon Marshall going, I think, up in Adams, and he was talking about obviously he played for Josh McDaniel at Denver, but he kind of went in like Josh is not equipped to be a head coach, this that he can't lead men, this that the third. And we men in those locker rooms know, and it's quick too. It ain't it ain't it don't take long to find out, especially if shit going south. Like they two and seven right now. You really see the character of your leaders when shit going bad. When shit good, when you ain't no, when you 72, or everything. Shit, everybody's in a great spot at that point. But and it's like you said, no direct shots at uh, you know, Josh McDaniel, like he's a bad guy or something. It just ain't right, right. It's just you know it is what it is Monday. It is what it is Monday. And that's what it looking like it is. But shout out to Jeff Saturday and the coach. One and in the Saturday era. Yeah, keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it I see a lot of talk, you know. Nakiba and more. Um, I mean, y'all definitely have, y'all have valid points, and you know, we never said what what happened. You know what they saying about Coach Beanie is right. You know what I'm saying? Like we never said that. We we definitely believe that he um, earns a shot, but that's not to take away. You know <laughs> what people were saying about Jeff. You know what I mean? Shit. So Should to do with the price tea in China in this one, and mm-hmm. and also. Once this is the last thing I'm gonna say about it, because the the minority coaches and and, and all that that conversation obviously a real conversation, real conversation for sure. Been, um, discriminated against forever, even at the quarterback position. Shit, a lot of these uh, PWIs didn't even want black players to play back in the day until some of them started getting them, and then they started getting the shit beat out of them, and then Paul Bear Bryant finally had to start letting them into Alabama. And then look how where it is now. But until we start playing in leagues or having leagues or building leagues where we have diverse ownership, that's the only time we're going to really get true diversity. And when it comes to these leadership roles, that's just the truth of it. It's, it's not just football. This is Fortune 500 companies all over the country. So when somebody owns an entity, you're not telling that person. Matter of fact, if you own an entity, you it could be a million dollar business. You're gonna hire who you're most comfortable hiring to be the CEO of that company. You gonna hire who you who who you want to hire at the end of the day. That's the reality of it. So until we start change that other conversation, as far as hey, building our own or building another another league, and can it compete with the NFL right now? Absolutely not. But at some point, you got to start somewhere, and then you put that pressure. And then you start getting different results, results or sponsorships and money comes in and say, hey, we want more diversity in these leadership roles. And if it doesn't happen, we're going to pull our dollars from the NFL. That's when you'll start seeing change. But outside of that, if you own some yeah. shit, you're going to hire District 41 bar. Like you're going to hire who you want to hire for that to run that period. Like that, yo, that's your shit. So I won't be at the, you know. It is what it is in that regard, but um, situations are situational. No facts, facts, facts. <clears throat> what we got next, man? Actually, since we got that that first game, 